chills, boys. Literal chills. Welcome to episode, bonus episode, NFL edition. Je ne sais, Ja boy, still here hosting. Welcome to this episode. Thank you for being here. Really appreciate lending me your ears, your ears for a couple minutes. Uh, football, baby. Oh, baby. I look. I've been planning this episode for a couple times. Jeez, I'm already peaking. Hang on, let me let me adjust this here on the fly. Let's go. Let's go. Now. Audible, audible. Let's go. Wheel, wheel, wheel. I'm too fucking pumped. Let's go, baby. All right. Uh, how you doing? Listen, I, I did a little poll today on my Instagram page. If you're listening to this episode today, uh, today on your day, Jan, uh, J- July 9th, uh, 2020, we're uh, a bit over halfway through the year 2020, football-wise. Yo, how this, even though coronavirus ruined a lot of things in, in our lives, I, I, I gotta say that the football world just never fails to surprise. There's... The amount of shit that happened in the offseason uh, and even towards the end of last season, I've I've had three pages of notes uh, of shit. And uh, I'll be honest, for formatting reasons, I'm going to have to fly through a lot of things just because, dude, there's just I- an infinite amount of things. But first things first, I, I we got to talk about the elephant in the room. Uh, we got to talk about the Rams. This is the number one thing. Yeah, we're getting right into it, boys. I ain't going to sugarcoat it. Listen... The Rams football organization is an absolute dumpster fire. This, These guys are the next Washington Redskins. I'm going to tell you this right now. Hot take. Clip it. Ship it. The shit that these people have been pulling for the last few weeks. And look, we, we all know that they, 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 they just moved, right? They just built this brand new stadium. Uh, for And, and this is the, the thing that I'll, I will never understand. I think it's a billionaire people's problem when you just have too much money and you just really don't know what the fuck to do with it. They built a stadium that is supposed to look like a Ram, but it's supposed to look like the old Rams logo. And 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 they built this entire billions of dollars, dude. And and now it's just all gonna go to to wait. I I, I don't understand what goes on in in, in the world of a, of a Rams uh, team owner. It's 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 a bit of a mess. But the the real thing I really want to touch base on is. Their logo. I know that by now you have time to see it. You know what I'm talking about. They took... Listen, they went on Fiverr, okay? They straight up just went on Fiverr. Hired some fucking, like, you know, graphic school dropout to just design their entire line of things. Last year they had a game, I think it was against the Ravens, where they were wearing all yellow uniforms. And I think it was Marcus Peters that said it best. He just looked at them and said, yo, they look like bottles of mustard. Straight up, dude. Their logo this year. I know you're all thinking it, so I'm just gonna say it so everyone can hear it. It is the ugliest, the ugliest logo in the NFL by miles. I, you know, and and I thought about it. I was thinking about it, and I was, you know, maybe they try to go minimalistic. Maybe there's some trend that you know we don't fucking know about. Maybe there's, you know, a reason to rebrand and to, and to change. They, they kept the colors right, but dude. The Rams logo for me and, and the Ram, like the helmets and all that, the, the, it's it's iconic to, to a certain degree. It represents a bit the history with like St. Louis and all that. But what they did, man, it, it's it's incredible how within 24 hours, whether you went on Reddit or you went on Instagram, there are people that updated that logo that made it look so much better with just tiny little tweaks. But 
again, building their mentality. You're stubborn. You don't want to hear shit. You know, you're right all the time. And I, I, you know, sometimes people do such dumb things that you just like question their entire lives, you know, and, uh, the, the Rams have definitely shown so far this year that, uh, things have been, uh, not going okay in their heads straight up. And, and you know, I'm not even going to get started with Jared Goff's contract. That is, <laughs> you know, they just basically put Ryan Gosling at QB and are like, Oh, I'm just going to throw a couple hundred millions at you. Figure it the fuck out. He's got great, dude. And don't get me wrong, dude. The Rams have have have, have a great team defensively, dude. They wrecked havoc. But uh, I'm kidding. They sucked. But <laughs> uh, it's interesting to see. But overall, yo, football wise, I, I hope you're getting geared up. I hope you're getting anxious. October is gonna roll around. Obviously, now with training camps kind of starting slowly, you can see like there's been a bunch of highlights on Instagram. You can see like. You know, Hollywood Brown, you know, doing routes and on kinds of NFL players coming out. Like, Lamar Jackson just just, just doing routes on the beach. Flipping over jet skis. Fucking legend. Um, and, yeah, I hope you're ready. I hope you're excited for your team to do good this year. I, uh, un- I mean, unless you're, unless you're a Pats fan. Uh, I think that... Don't worry. We're going to get to it. I mean, there's just so much to unpack. It's just like this never-ending... You know when when, you, when we were kids and we used to go to like birthday parties and they just give you a little little souvenir bag idea, a little token of appreciation, like, hey, thanks for coming. Oh, my stupid son was having his birthday. This is exactly... We're going to get to it. We're going to get to it. But first things first, I want to set the record straight about a couple things. Okay? So, Jaboy. Jaboy. Okay? I... And and I wanna I wanna put all doubters you know back into their place because I've heard it too many times this year. I'm I'm a Ravens fan. I am a a fan of the Baltimore Ravens. I have been a fan since 2011, and all you people that have been accusing me of bandwagoning are hurting my feelings. I'm just gonna say it as it is. I you know I don't have to prove anything. I got pictures of me wearing a Ravens hoodie back in 2012, so I can I can. At least say 2012 with facts, but in reality, it's since they won they won their Super Bowl. I used to be a huge uh, fan of Ray Lewis, of Ed Reed, Jacoby Jones. I mean, that Super Bowl against the, against the Niners was was ah, oh, just so beautiful. But yes, so just so we're clear, there is going to be a very strong bias on 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 my Ravens. How did we land Lamar Jackson? I don't know. Okay, l- listen, there's there's a bunch of gods, right? We live in a simulation. We can all agree on that. In that simulation, there's just like the, the NFL football department that's like, you know what? We gave the Ravens probably the best QB of all time in Joe Flacco. So now we're going to give them the second best thing of all time in Lamar Jackson. And uh, it's, it's, it's a blessing, bro. Watching the Ravens play last season, I didn't miss a single game. That was the first season I didn't miss a game. Because before Joe Flacco, don't get me wrong, Joe Flacco was elite. Joe Flacco will always be elite. He his numbers in the playoffs just speak for themselves. Okay, regular season, uh, you know, it's okay. Um, you know, did 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 you know? Did they uh, miss the playoffs a couple times because Joe Flacco couldn't pull through? Maybe, but uh, you know, he's got a ring. You know that that that's all that matters. But to get back to to. To Lamar Jackson and this whole thing, dude. It feels good to be a Raven today. I can't even, you know, 
I kind of understand now how Patriots fans used to feel when they had Tom Brady at QB. Or how Chiefs fans now can feel with Mahomes, uh, you know, carrying the team. And, uh, God damn, does it feel good. It feels, it feels so good to be a Ravens fan. And, um, yeah, I still rock my Joe Flacco jersey, you know, once in a while. Just because, you know, that's, that's, how, that's how I prove that, you know, I'm still loyal to the Ravens and, and always have been. Um, and, uh, you know, it goes without saying, as, as long as we're talking about elites, you know, I was thinking about giving predictions for next season and thinking about, you know, how, what's the best way of actually constructing this whole thing? You know, should I do a little top five now or like maybe way closer to the season? And uh, I've decided that I'm going to wait till the beginning of the, of the, of the season, a bit in October to redo another episode, touch base, you know, kind of see what were the, what were the changes, um, and give you my predictions. And maybe I'll have a panel. I, I'll be, oh, maybe I'll have a panel. That's actually a good idea. Uh, but just so we're clear, next year, uh, in 2021, the Baltimore Ravens will win the Super Bowl. They will beat the Chiefs in the AFC Final. You can ship it, book it, clip it. I don't care. This is it. This is, like, I got nothing else to say regarding that. This is final. Uh, don't at me. Straight up. Just just don't. Um, yeah. Speaking of teams, I'm going to go down a couple lists. I, I wrote down a few things I wanted to touch base on. First things first, the Las Vegas Raiders. The Las Vegas Raiders. It just sounds weird. You know? I, I The Raiders have always been that, that team that, you know, we're, we're all kind of secretly rooting for. We know their fan base is absolutely batshit crazy. They got, they're passionate. No, that's true. Now crazy. We don't say crazy anymore. Huh? Me Too movement. It's, it's more of a passionate um, but okay. oh, deleted. But yeah, the, the Raiders, I, I just wanted to say one thing about the Raiders. Obviously Derek Carr sucks, but the, the one thing that I wanted to point out is, is the actual mastery that they pulled during the draft. Cause this year's draft was stacked, dude. Yo, wide receivers, running backs. Uh, it was, it was the, the amount of talent in last year's draft was, was actually impressive. And honestly, I think the Raiders might've pulled one of the best moves, if not the best move of the draft, uh, in getting Henry Ruggs. And I don't know if you've seen his his highlight tape, but, yo, homie can run, bro. Like, I, I spent, there's an entire highlight of his on YouTube, and I strongly recommend checking it out. Because it's one of those players, it's a bit like Zion in the NBA. You know, when you watch him play, you don't really care that much about, like, what team he plays for. But, like, when you watch him play, you're just, like, mesmerized. You're just like, what the fuck? fuck like what do you like what cereal do you eat in the morning you know you just you just start questioning their entire lives because it's he's just that good um and so for for the las vegas raider fans out there you know <laughs> you're doing great keep up the good work <laughs> but uh it's gonna be weird man there, there's so many shifts around people just getting tossed around and and obviously in the mix you get like the cowboys you know yo the whole yo the entire for how long? For how long during the entire offseason has been like the whole Dak Prescott contract situation been a thing? We spent, bro, I think it was like two months of, of memes, of, of jokes on Dak Prescott, 40 mil a year, all that shit. And dude, out of the blue, you get, you get Pat Mahomes, bro. Pat Mahomes, bro, just straight up laughing to the bank. $503 million contract, half a billion dollars, three quarters of a billion Canadian. 
Dude, this kid, yo. Oh, I, this is, this is my first rant of this whole thing, okay? I am absolutely against these 10-year contracts. This should not exist. It's, it's a load of bullshit. They have never worked in the history of the sport, ever. There's never been a single player that had a 10-year deal and just stuck with the same team. It's not like, it's not like hockey, you know? Hockey players, you know, they got feelings and shit, right? Like Sidney Crosby's going to sign his entire career to Pittsburgh. Evgeny Malkin, same thing. Ovechkin has already done it. Backstrom has done it. Carey Price, dude, Montreal, as much as I love the Habs, bro, we wasted his entire fucking career. That's it. You're done. Like, you you didn't win a cup. We never gave you the team. <laughs> Sorry. But I, yo, these 10-year deals, like Bledsoe was one of the examples with the, with the Patriots. I think it lasted one year. Obviously, he got goaded by Tom Brady, but dude. These 10-year deals are just so dangerous because all it takes, dude, all it takes is a riff. All it takes is for, you know, a coach to do something, miss a play call, you know, get shit receivers around him, uh, around Mahomes, obviously, and you, you, you can start having that friction. That can happen within, like, year two, year three even. And uh, you're stuck with half a billion dollars in contract. You you can't dump off. You're probably going to have to pay off. I hope it doesn't happen. Don't get me wrong, dude. Listen, it, our, we got our own Montreal boy playing for the Chiefs in, in LDT. And, no, I wish well for the Chiefs, but not too well because we're in the same conference. But, you know, uh, it's 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 a gamble. It's a really big gamble. Pat Mahomes, and, you know, I think you and I can agree. If you're Pat Mahomes and you're giving half a billion dollars, you're going to sign the dotted line. It, it doesn't matter if you're the water boy, you know. You just, you just, you, you sign it, but the repercussions are weird. And cap space wise, how does it make any sense to have this much weight on cap space? If you know, it's, it's, it's finite, right? There is a cap. Like, there's no infinite number of money. You can just throw up players. And I, and with all the talent that's, that the chiefs have, it's, it's, uh, I don't know, man. It's, it, I think it's it's one of those decisions. Obviously, it, it, it took weeks to, to formulate. It took weeks for, for the whole coaching staff, the entire front office of the Chiefs to figure out that deal. But, bro, like, what are you going to do? You know, what, what are you going to do when, when Tyreek Hill is like, yo, uh, I need money? You know, when your great offensive line is going to be like, yo, we need money. I, I, I just don't get it. I... It beats me. I don't know. Maybe I'm small-brained SMB, like little fucking small-brained syndrome. I don't know. But, but yo, let me know what you think at me. Yo, send me messages on Instagram at C J O N N E S S E Y. If, yo, and I'm, I'm more than happy to post your replies. I'm more than happy to share your content, share uh, the thoughts you have, uh, or any kind of flowers you want to send to Lamar Jackson. I know him personally. We hang out on weekends, so I'll be happy to tell him. Um, but in general, bro, it, 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 I, I love this. This is, this is, um... There's been so much mishmash, you know, in the offseason. It's been so great. Little fucking things happening. But let's get to it. One, one, one of the biggest, one of the biggest splashes of the offseason. The breakup. I gotta talk about my Patriots, boys. The Patriots! Listen, Tom Brady, I'm gonna say something that, that might be a bit of a bit of a hot take, but. I do not think Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. I don't know. And and I'm not saying he's not one of the greatest. I'm just saying he's not the best quarterback of all time. Um, 
yeah, that's it. Thanks for the show. Uh, roses. <laughs> I'm kidding. But straight up, I was looking at it. And there's there's one thing. Look, I know six rings. Nah, nah, nah. I got too many rings from my finger. I'm on hand. Nah. I, I get it. I get it. You guys got success. Can't take it away from you. Uh, except that the Ravens slapped the Patriots last year. That's, you know, let's talk about it. No. Uh, I just there's one thing that will always prevent me from saying that Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. And you know me. I mean, I'm an NFL expert. I've been around the game for fucking 28 years. But the, the fact that... It's the one thing, honestly, it's the one thing, and I think it's a big thing that people just like to overlook, but for 10 years, an entire decade, I don't know exactly, I don't, I didn't put down the exact number of seasons in between, because I just genuinely don't care about the Patriots, and neither does the entire rest of the NFL, but they, for 10 years, when you had Bill Belichick in its prime, or in his prime, I don't even know how coaches work, I feel like coaches just kind of get better with age, obviously strategies, age, you know, but at one point you get dementia and you start going downhill, and you had, you had Belichick in his prime, and you had Tom Brady in his prime. And for 10 years, a whole fucking decade, they didn't do shit. They didn't win a bowl. They did a couple trips to the AFC final, but they just stalled. Every year, they're in the conversation for the cup. Every year, they're in the conversation for the cup, for the chip. Jesus, the cup. So I saw that cup. But they just didn't do shit. And then randomly, after, yeah, 10 years, they're just like, all right, we'll just start winning Super Bowls again. And he had Gronk, he had, you know, actually didn't have Gronk at that time, I think. But um, it, it, that's why. It's the only thing. But good news, right? Patriots fans, huh? You got Cam Newton, huh? Yeah, little Cam Newton, little 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 Cam Newton here just always working out. You know, when he types on Instagram, no one understands what the fuck he says. But hey, you got him. Congrats. Honestly, power move for Belichick in the front office. They, they, yo, there's... Every kicker in the NFL makes more money than Cam Newton will do next season. I gotta give I gotta give the boys some props. This is some next level, you know, put my ego aside kind of thing. I'm just out here to prove the world wrong and I'm gonna tear it up. So um, unfortunately it's Cam Newton. He's not gonna produce. He had one great season, one hit wonder. It's a bit like that Czech West dude, you know. Check West. You know, had one good hit and that's it. So uh, yeah. I mean, look, it was like about the whole cycle, right? Teddy Bridgewater now is like the QB for the for the for the for the Panthers, and then you're gonna have you're gonna have Jameis Winston that just ended up in in, in the Saints organization, and then you have Tom Brady going in the Bucks, and then and then and then I'm missing a piece of the puzzle. Shit, there's a whole cycle. Uh, I even write it down. Panthers, I think that's it. Well, anyway. And, um, no, it, it's, it's like, dude, Tom Brady, I don't know what is the hype around Tom Brady anymore. I get it. He had a great career. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to take that away from him. He did great. But at the end of the day, he's done. He's done. Max Kellerman, you know, from, from ESPN, you know, he does a show with Stephen A. Uh, Max Kellerman's like completely missed his mark. A few years ago, he said, oh, Tom Brady's going to fall off a cliff. He won two bulls right after. Fuck it. But... I think he was right about the decline and unless there's some kind of miracle in the NFC South where where Tom Brady becomes like the best thing that's 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 lived in that division with like Matt Ryan like Matt Ryan's going to be the number 1. Like there's no there's no conceivable way that it's not going to be the Falcons division. Like you know, they had a shit start last year, finished off strong, but in general it's like yo, 
you can't put any hype. Gronk is coming to Tampa. I get it. They have great guns, dude. And yo, they have a boy from Quebec City, man. They got Antonio Claire as a, as a tight end. Except that there's like Gronk and like two other great tight ends in front of him. Uh, so hopefully he doesn't get cut. But uh, bro, it's just, I don't get the hype. It was such a weird thing too. Like what, what could have happened in New England for Bill Belichick and Tom Brady to go like, you know what? After all this success, after like 20 years of working together, Yeah, go fuck yourself. Yeah, fuck you. I mean, this has to be the only logical answer to this whole thing. I know there's a lot of, of, of journalists that have been talking about this. It's like the only logical thing that could have happened is really that both of them were like, okay, listen. <laughs> Bill Belichick impression. The only th yeah, they could have just been like, listen, you know, it's an ego thing. Uh, everyone thinks that, uh, you know, you carried me and uh, I want to go somewhere else and uh, I'm going to show the world wrong. So, so here we are, man. Fucking early July in 2020, we got an entire lineup an NFL superstar that's been shuffled around, and and dude, I can be. It's it's exciting. It's weird. It's fun. You know, we didn't have drama. We didn't have nothing. No hockey. No NBA. No finals. No playoffs. Nothing. But we get that NFL drama. It's a fucking. Oh, I fucking love it. Bro. Uh, absolutely great um but yeah man dude um notable notable shifts obviously tom brady and gronk i'm gonna just kind of shoot some names just so we, we're on the same page because yo i was looking at that list and i'm pretty sure i missed a couple of huge players but there's been a lot of movement also with like other players like first stefan diggs completely forgot that stefan diggs is going to play for the bills mafia next season as much as i absolutely love my ravens everyone Everyone, unless you're, unless you're in the AFC, uh, AFC East, you know you're all fans of the Bills. It, it, it doesn't you not being a Bills fan, especially if you live in Canada or like close to Buffalo, close-ish to Buffalo, you can't just have like a large. You can't not have a large level of respect for that organization. It's it's just about the fans, you know. Like last year, last year, me and the boys, three of us, we, we drove to Buffalo to watch the Ravens play against the Bills. Bills almost fucking clutched it in the last play of the game. Uh, but, you know. Um, and, uh, but the atmosphere. Unstoppable, man. Huge shout out to the Buffalo Bills. Yo, and this year, I mean. This year, the Bills, I think, are going to be really good. They're going to win the AFC East. That, that's my take. The, the, there is no chance the Patriots... The Patriots are, are in shambles right now. There's nothing going on. Uh, Julian Edelman also off a cliff. You know, you, you've done your time. It's over. Um, so, definitely, I think the top teams are going to be in the AFC. I think they're definitely going to be the Ravens, the Bills, AFC South. Hmm... Oh, fuck. I forgot to talk about the Texans. Oh, bro. Oh, what a... Oh, no. Oh, fuck, dude. Someone needs to go hug Deshaun Watson. What the fuck? What are... What? Uh, D-Hop, bro. Fucking DeAndre Hopkins got shipped the fucking to the Cardinals. I... Oh, my God. I almost forgot about this. Listen, we're talking about shifts, left, right, center, fucking wheel routes, you know, fucking slants down the middle. Dude, D-Hop, Deshaun Watson, already last year, with the team he had, pulled a miracle of a season. 
They won the AFC South for two years in a row now. How? You know? I don't understand it. it it's it's a... Uh, but still the most... Sorry, I peeked there. Still the most impressive team out of that division was, without a doubt, the Tennessee Titans. For... Dude, for how long have we all been talking shit about the Tennessee Titans? Actually, no. It's actually worse than that. We just haven't been talking about the Tennessee Titans. And last year, the year before that, they played well. Obviously, last year, wildcard spot. Dude, the the Titans are, are scary. Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill? 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 Bro, he was a scrub in, in, in with the Dolphins. Gets shipped. Get shipped to Tennessee, starts killing it. Marcus Mariota, bro, uh, I'm going to order a Big Mac with a large milkshake, please. Uh, what happened? Eisman Trophy winner. Absolutely down the drains. Like, ah, just turn, and, 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 obviously, and I hate, I hate talking about the Tennessee Titans because, because they beat the Ravens in, 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 in the, in the second round. But, bro, Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry, these are all my takes for the fucking year, boys. Just fucking strap on, dude. Derrick Henry is, in my opinion, the greatest running back in the game right now. Hands down. There's great talent out there. Don't get me wrong. And, dude, Paul McCarthy. (laughs) No. McCarthy, he's he's, he's top two, for sure. But, dude, Derrick Henry, yo, last year, if you look at his highlights for the last two seasons, dude, Derrick Henry... Has ran over the entire league. Stiff-armed his way through, like, downfield. Like, this dude is a, is, 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 is a specimen. It, he is this physical fucking, like... Ah, like, wow. Have you seen this guy run? Yo, he runs, like, chest high. Fuck. Yo, he sees a little DB sprinting at him. Stiff-armed, stiff-armed. And just, like... He ran over the Ravens. I hate to say it. Ravens defense, bro. Legendary. You got the Marcus Peters. Fucking Earl Thomas in that game. Oh, my God. There's the meme. I saw it. I saw it over and over again. Of literally, yo, Derrick Henry just running down the sideline. You see fucking Earl Thomas trying to tackle him. Just fucking flips him. He makes him do a 180 and just shoves him. Earl Thomas. Pro. Like, how many times have you been in the Pro Bowl? Like, eight, nine times? Insanity. Insanity and 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 stuttering, literally stuttering. Derrick Henry is the fucking optimist. He's, he's no Lamar Jackson. Don't get me wrong, because I mean Lamar. I mean that's true. I guess I should have said this in advance, but Lamar Jackson is the greatest running back in the game. But you know, if we're gonna go, um, you know, if we're gonna look at the at the depth chart and we're gonna look at the two letters next to the third player, I mean, you know, technically Lamar Jackson's not a running back, but you know. You seen the spin moves, huh? You you seen him put people on skates, you know? He, he's like a pro shop out there, and uh, and yeah. But yo, draft back to the draft. Uh, two notable things that I think are going to be worth talking about. Uh, long term, long term. Justin Herbert and Tua Tagav Taga. I can't I fucking can't pronounce this. Word. Tua Tagavailoa. Dolphins are gonna have a funny situation next year because they're gonna have they're gonna have Tua and they're gonna have fucking Fitz Magic, and this is the funniest thing. Have you ever noticed how? I mean, if you're a fan, you know this. You've seen this. 
Have you ever noticed the consistency of Ryan Fitzpatrick and how he always just kind of starts playing like halfway through the season, like he's a starting QB for a top-tier team? It's impressive. But at the beginning of the season, he's going to shit the bed. He's going to put everyone in doubts. But I think there's something that just clicks in his head and just goes... You know. So Dolphins are going to have a funny situation this year. They lost Kenyon Drake, Drake too. Dolphins are going to be bottom of the league again. But Justin Herbert with the Chargers, this is another thing that I'll, I, I, this is, again, this is, I think it's like a California thing, honestly. Like, just like being slightly on the spectrum on certain things. Like, this is like, you know, they had, they had, um, uh, the fuck his name is, uh, I'm blanking. I just, I just had like three cups of coffee today. I mean, it's, it's perfectly normal. Um, but yeah, now they drafted, they drafted, they drafted, they drafted Justin Herbert from Oregon. Yo, this kid can sling a ball, without a doubt. Strong arm, very accurate. But they picked as a starter QB for now, Tyrod Taylor. I, you know, AFC North. That's my campground. Okay, I hate the Bengals. I hate the Browns. I hate the, I hate the Steelers. The Browns and, and the Bengals are really hard to look at. You know, you kind of feel sad. They're kind of like the Maple Leafs of the NFL. But then you have like the Steelers. Who, you know, I don't know what goes on in Pittsburgh because it's one year they're great, the second year Big Big Ben is in, you know, it's like harassing little girls, like real weird shit. Um, not a fan. But back to the Chargers, they replaced Philip Rivers, sent him to the Colts, and the Chargers decided to put Tyler, Tyler, Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor, say it with me. Tyrod Taylor as the QB of the Chargers, QB one, uh, next to next to Justin Herbert, and <laughs> I'm not gonna talk about the disappointment of 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 Philip Rivers' career. I mean, yo, hey, him and his wife, great career. Fuck, dude, that's a baby factory and a half. But uh, on the field, average to say the least. Can you believe? I'll never, I'll never wrap my head around the fact that Drew Brees was 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 QB two. Got injured, then got shipped to the Saints, and then, you know, as they say, uh, the rest is history. So, it's it's going to be interesting to see exactly what happens with, with uh, the Chargers this year. You know, new environment, new stadium. But again, it's just the same garbage organization. So, to all my Chargers fans out there, change your team. Seriously. Like, it's not, it's not, it's going to suck for the next 10 years. Better, better leave now than ever. To all my Pats fans out there, I just want to say one thing, because I know a few of you. Um, just so we're clear, if, if, uh, you stink, that's it. That's uh, that's, that's going to be my two cents. Uh, notable QB moves as well. Nick Foles, uh, MVP of, uh, Super Bowl, uh, 52, 53, whatever. I forgot. <laughs> my God, dude. I sort of got, I, like, right now, like, this is my setup right now. Like, my mic is right next to my window. And in that window, I put that big AC box. It's 35 degrees right now. And uh, I'm, I'm excusing it. I'm going to stop excuses one day. I'm telling you, but not today. So, um, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, Nick Foles. Back, he's going to play for the Bears. This is, I think, this year is going to be probably the last year for Mitch Trubisky to actually show any kind of promise. I think it's kind of clear that, that that's kind of like what Chicago's doing. Still, the fact that they extended him for another season last year didn't make much sense. I, you know, Mitch Trubisky is turning to be like a a, a version of of a Cleveland quarterback, 
You know, one of the long lists of number two QBs. Number two, like physically number two. Johnny Manziel's, you know, the Baker Mayfield's of this world and Tyrod Taylor's. Fucking Christ, this organization's a dumpster fire. But, um, yeah, the Bears, I mean, I don't really care about the Bears. Joe Burrow, Cincinnati. Let's go back to my division, AFC East. The the Bengals got Joe Burrow. Big boy. Y'all saw the, 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 the college final. Played phenomenal with LSU. But uh, I think he's overhyped. Listen, uh, I know Heisman. What the fuck are you talking about? No, no, anything. I hope he does well. I don't hope he does well. He's my division. I, I just really hope uh, the entire team gets, uh, you know, mono over and over again. Uh, just so no one plays. But uh, it's going to be interesting to see, man. Uh, in terms of QB changes, yeah. It, did Dalton even sign anywhere? I didn't even see if he... McCaffrey. Wow. McCarthy, McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey. I'm, I'm okay, boys. I listen to football. I watch it. I love it. Okay? I... I... Yo, boys... And I'm gonna say boys, cause I'm gonna just go on a on a on a on a whim here that there's gonna be not a lot of ladies that are gonna listen up to this point. But hey, ladies, if you're still out there, listen, I love you. If you watch football and you love football, I know that some of you do. I know that some of you have participated in my little little quiz to find out who's uh, whose favorite team is. But I gotta say that the one thing, and that's my fat ass speaking, really. But yo, I miss football food, bro. Straight up, I. I stopped drinking beer roughly two, two, three weeks ago. I've decided to do some, you know, little changes. I, I, I've noticed that uh, I'm, uh, you know, I started walking around my house and there's just like objects that started like orbiting around me, just like kind of, you know, gravitational pull. So I'm like, you know, what? it's time to, it's time to seriously lose some weight. Been uh, cutting on a lot of uh, bad habits too. That's, that's kind of like a mix of both. Rona has been fucking shit for that, but uh, I miss football food, bro. Just... You know the vibe? Like the vibe. You know, you, you go to your wing spot, you get your cold brew, have a basket of wings, a basket of fries on the side, you know, blue cheese, celery, carrots, you know, the, the healthy little touch to this whole thing that doesn't make you feel like a total pig the entire time. Fuck, dude. I think like this might be, there might be a, a, a this might be probably the most profitable year to date for the NFL. Everyone is going to be craved for sports. Obviously, all contingent on whatever the fuck, like, the United States are doing with the coronavirus, because, yo, I'm not going to get into political debate, but, yo, n- like, south of the border, it is not looking good. I, I don't even know how the N- the NBA is, is, is restarting yet. No idea. It, they're just throwing it out there. Hub cities for, for the NHL had to be moved to Canada, because in the States, it's just like, a fu- it's complete chaos. And... Um, and, uh, yeah, no, but we'll see. But I feel like, you know, we're all going to be so, we're going to have so much angst, you know, we'll be so excited for this whole thing to, to just see sports. Ah, fuck, there's a bug. Just to see sports and, and cheer our teams after this shitty year. Um, it might be one of those, like, huge moments for, for football in the NFL. And I was actually watching this, this video on YouTube. Uh, I strongly recommend checking it out. It's, it's about the growth of the NFL. And there's an interesting thing with the NFL, and I've never been really a big fan of all these uh, away games, you know, in London or in Mexico. It, it kind of creates like a, a dependency to places that are really far. Um, but actually, Mexico can kind of be taken a bit out of the equation because like Mexico City isn't that far. But like London in the UK, it's literally a different continent. It's across a, a big, big, big puddle of water. And uh, But apparently they have... 
millions of fans in the UK, like huge, huge fan base in the UK. If you've noticed, I mean, there, it, it wasn't a coincidence that the Jacksonville Jaguars were, uh, or year in and year out, they're the team that goes to London. It's really because the NFL took them as like the low market team and literally said, all right, you know, we're going to try to push your image out there. We're going to try to establish you. And really what they're, what they're trying to create, well, they're succeeding, honestly, like their, 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 their numbers are there. Uh, it's really to, to make Jacksonville or like the Jaguars make them the, the team for London. And every year there's talks of having more games in London. And besides the like logistical nightmare of having, you know, having a team that does, let's say, like four games at home in a row and then like four games away on the road, it's it's definitely, um, it's going to be quite the puzzle, I think, for the NFL to see what happens. Because I think they really, you know, they have 32 teams. They're, the NFL, by the way, if you didn't know this, if you combine the English Premier League, you combine you combine it with the Champions League, uh, you combine it with I think it's the NFL, uh, not the NFL, the NHL, and the I mean it doesn't make any sense, but I think it's the 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 Japanese Baseball League. They the NFL is worth more than all of these combined in revenue, in revenue only. In in terms of like you know reach of people worldwide. I mean, we can all agree that the Champions League final was always going to be the one of the biggest, you know, soccer, uh, I mean, sports events in the world. But uh, in general, in terms of revenue dollars spent, the the, the America, like the NFL is, is the number one league in the world. Like, that's just a fact. Like, it's just numbers. And, and with that comes, I guess, a bit more pressure because you need to, you know, when you have a product that works, you want to try to expand it, right? You want to try to hit different markets and do that. So, um, I, I always liked having Buffalo play games in Toronto. I always liked that idea. I, I felt that, you know, Buffalo, especially Toronto, is like super close by. When uh, when we went to that game in Buffalo, there was actually a bunch of people from Quebec, people from Ontario, uh, Canadian flags. It was, uh, you know, it, it's, it feels like a, a little like home away from home. And, uh, and, you know, having a Canadian team, I think, would be really good for them. But, you know, I don't want to take the Bills away from Buffalo. That's, that's the truth of it, right? It, the Bills belong in Buffalo. It's the Buffalo Bills. You know the whole Buffalo wing. You know it's it's you need your team. And there's nothing in Buffalo. They, the Sabers suck. That I'm not even gonna start on on the on the Buffalo Sabers hockey organization. What a fucking mess. It's worse than the Redskins. By the way, what is I want to know your take on this. If you got a couple minutes to spare, I want to know your take on the name of the Washington Redskins. I. I, I'm not sure, because personally, I'm not sure what's my, what's my take on it. I think it's time for a change. That's, my, that's, that's what, I'm, what I'm inclined to do. The only problem I have is I feel there's a ton of people, and this isn't me just saying that there was, um, I don't, uh, I don't who the fuck was, I forgot his name. Uh, there was a player that played for the Redskins for a long time. Um, it wasn't Adrian Peterson. It was some other big-name player. And he said that... He, he did an interview with ESPN. Fuck, I forgot his name. Okay, apologies for that. But I'll, I'll, try, to, I'll try to fix it. I'll fix that for the next episode. But anyway, um, he, did, he, he talked about the name of the Redskins. And he said that the, the, the biggest... The weirdest thing about this whole name, you know, fucking all the problems surrounding the name and, like, all the, all the drama around it is that there is, like, thousands of people that take offense to the name. But none of these people are from like native communities it's all people that are like literally like 
just angry Twitter people or Redditors that are just like, it's such an offensive name. And they just, and that's it. So it's, it's a weird time because I feel like it's the most entitled thing of all time to like pretend you're offended for someone else. It's like, who the fuck do you think you are? You know? Uh, but anyway, so that's, that's just my little, uh, I, I said no politics. I'm not, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm curious. I'm just, I want to get more feedback. I've been reading a lot on it and it's most of the, most of the feedback I'm hearing against the name of the Redskins is always the same. It's always like, it's racist. It's like, okay, all right, we can, we can talk about that. But you know, is, is there anything else? Is there, is there a shout out to the, to the communities themselves? Like, is there, you know, like involvement? I, I don't know. There, there, there's a lot going, but please feel free. I would love to have a conversation. I, I, I'm very open to it. As you know, like, this is the thing. I love talking. I, I love hearing people. I love discussing things. Okay. Like, so I know sometimes I see edgy shit. There's a point to it is that I, I don't like silence. You know, silence is, is, is in, a, in, a, in a weird way, is a bit murder. Because, like, if ever you have one person that just keeps spewing the same garbage and it leads to something that is that is just not a, an optimal outcome, then, you know, the person that was silent is, I think, as, as equally, you know, responsible for, uh, for that. Maybe not equally, but has a part to it. And, uh, yeah, so, 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 so that's one thing. I don't... I wonder what's going to happen to RG3. Think about the Redskins a bit. You know, RG3 has been with the Ravens for a long time now. Been a couple years. Always been riding the bench, you know, QB2, QB3 even. And uh, now he's obviously gone some borderline career-ending injuries with his knees. And he's been hinting at a, at a comeback for a long time. Um, except that, um, you know, it's RG3. <laughs> he had great seasons with the Redskins, but... You know, if you look at, at, at the way the, the landscape of the NFL and giving QBs with, you know, serious injuries a, a chance to be QB1, because that's what he wants to be. He just wants to be a starter. I don't think, I don't know. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, Heisman winner and all that. But hopefully, you know, I like him with the Ravens, obviously. You know, we got a good QB. Uh, and we got, we got a little McSorley as QB3. I think he's gonna get. I think he's gonna get shipped soon, but uh, okay. Listen, I'm melting. It's uh, 42 minutes. I'm just bathing in my own sweat at this point. So, uh, ladies and gents, thank you for sticking around for the NFL NFL version of uh, of uh, of Je ne sais. John C. Just touching base. Listen, I'm I'm super happy you were here. If you if you've followed me till the end of, of this thing and you haven't followed me on Instagram, slap a follow. Uh, Jaboy is still trying to grow. And uh, honestly, from here on out, this is the first time, it is actually the first time I ever touched sports in a, any kind of manner that's like, you know, you know, projecting in, 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 into the internet as a, as a okay, I'm just going to start rambling, but uh, it's going to get better from here. Next time, hopefully around, I want to get a panel. If you've listened to this entire time, if you've listened to this episode and you want to be part of my football panel, we're going to make this fucking happen. I just, right now, executive decision, next episode is going to be on a panel of NFL. We're going to talk shit. And that's the only rule. Holla at me, at me, at John S C J O N N E S S E Y, And, uh, yeah, boys, just get the coolers ready. Football season's around the corner. And, uh, we'll talk soon. I'm going to send some, uh, and as always, you know, tradition. Tradition goes, roses and thorns, roses and thorns. Uh, huge roses to uh, Lamar Jackson, number eight. Huge roses to the uh, Baltimore Ravens. And uh, thorns to uh, Tom Brady. Thorns to um, Rob Gronkowski. Thorns to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Thorns to the Cincinnati Bengals. 
and thorns to the Cleveland Browns. And uh, no, I'm not going to talk about Kaepernick in this fucking episode because I am done. He sucked. He was 2-18 and 18 before this entire knee thing happened. I don't want to hear shit. Love y'all. Have a great week. Stay safe. Stay cold. Love y'all. Ciao.